In this podcast, we bring together fascinating people to discuss the highlights from their career. My name is Alex Lobert, and welcome to the best job I've ever had. And for me, it was like a big statement that I could do. It, it took a minute to be like, oh, I like this other thing. Not just are people sort of hiring me for it a little bit now, but I actually really like it. At the time, like, no one likes to be uncomfortable when it's happening, but the work that comes out of it is always some of my best. Like easy problems are not that fun. Like, okay, cool. This is a big thing. Like, let's figure it out, you know? Today's show is a special one. I'm keeping it in the family. I get to talk with my cousin, Kareem Black. Let's be clear. I didn't pick Kareem as a guest just because we're related. Kareem is a celebrated photographer who has gotten to work with some of the biggest celebrities in the world, like Leonardo DiCaprio, Jamie Foxx, and Serena Williams. And he has shot major campaigns for brands including MTV, Pepsi, and Vice, just to name a few. Kareem knew he wanted to be a photographer from a young age. He moved to New York City at 18 to study at the School of Visual Arts. Over the past 25 years, he has made his mark on the city that never sleeps. He has his work featured 15 times in Times Square alone. Kareem's work isn't all celebrities. He has also used his photography to shine a light on humanitarian crisis across the world, photographing mine removal in Bosnia, the aftermath of the hurricanes in Haiti, and flooding in Sri Lanka. Kareem has had such a breadth of experience and brings a unique perspective to everything he does. I can't wait to talk to him about his best job. Kareem, welcome to the show. Hey, what's happening, man? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So wh where do I where do I find you today, Kareem? Today I am in my studio, in my apartment, Manhattan, New York, Chelsea. Yeah, in my office. In in New York. I know you're in New York City, New York City person until yeah. you die. So I, I love so. it think so. I've been, I've been starting to have some other thoughts recently, but yeah, I'm happy in New York at the moment. Okay. That's actually big news, but we'll, we'll add that to, uh, to another podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Let, let's, let's dive right in Kareem. What's the best so, job you've ever had? What is the best job I've ever had? I think that, I think that it's sort of an interesting question because I'm a freelance photographer. So on one and one way of thinking about it, I've only really had one job. I think I was a bike messenger for a couple of summers before I was a photographer, like when I was in college. But I've been a professional photographer for 23 years now. So I've only had one job. But another way to look at it, I really think is being a freelance, every job is different. They always involve taking photos, obviously, but it's always a different problem to solve, like a different sort of puzzle to attack. So out of my 23 years, I really think that the best job that I've had was something called the 2017 Viacom trade campaign. And the reason that it was the best job, I mean, there's many reasons, but it was sort of a culmination of a lot of what I had been working for up until that point. 
Um, and the idea was Viacom, which is now Paramount, but Viacom was the parent company of MTV, VH1, and Cartoon Network, and at that time, Paramount. And so there are a bunch of different properties, maybe 13 of them. And with each of the property, my assignment was to shoot a celebrity related to the property. And so, so for instance, shooting sort of Josh, Josh Dumel for Transformers, which was coming out then, and Vanessa Williams, and I shot SpongeBob, and like all of these different celebrities for each property. And it was a tremendously complicated shoot that happened over sort of two and a half weeks, both in New York and LA. And the logistics of it were daunting. The budget was daunting. But I think that it was something that I could not have done up until that point. I just didn't know enough. But at that point, I knew enough to do it. And for me, it was like a big statement that I could do it. You know what I mean? And yeah. obviously it got like a lot of play, a lot of like billboards and all that stuff. But it was sort of, it was for me the, it was like, okay, Kareem, like you at this point, I've been a professional photographer for 17 years. And it's like basically every skill that I've learned on every shoot was put into this shoot, you know? Everything, you know, there are things that went wrong, but I knew how to solve them because of a shoot that I had done in 2007 or whatever. And it was just, it was a really big statement for me. And I, obviously I love the way it came out. The client was, was, was over the moon, but it was a, sort of a self-affirmation for me. And it was also sort of, it was, it was just, it was fun and self-affirmation, great work and, and really big budget. So that I think has been my favorite singular job. I love that. It actually makes me think of something I was I was listening to earlier about how growth is so important and like using those skills that you had learned over the prior years and like yeah. achieving something hard. God, that feels so good. Yeah. And, and it's sort of like I was acutely aware. I'm even more aware now, but I was acutely aware then that there were certain things that were happening on these multiple sets that I just was, I would not have been able to do, you know, five years prior. I mean, I would have been able to do it badly, but yeah. it was, it was literally, it was a culmination of like my career of knowledge that, that huge shoot, you know? So it was, it was really, it was a really big statement for me. And, it, and I think that to this day, it stands to be my favorite singular job. No, j jobs, jobs that are hard are not the bad ones oftentimes, which I think is really interesting because you can compare that to like a really boring job, an easy one where you're like, oh yeah, I crushed that, but it didn't yes. like, that wasn't hard for me. Like that gave me nothing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, being a photographer, I, I, in some ways, in some ways being a photographer is, is really about being a problem solver which I which I don't think is that I mean there are a bunch of other jobs where you obviously have to solve problems but being a photographer is you really are the captain of that ship in a lot of ways and even if your assistant fucked up it is your fault there's a reason that they're paying you all this money like you need to manage these people and control the set and I think that there's definitely a part of me that loves to be like 
like easy problems are not that fun. Like, yeah. okay, cool. This is a big thing. Like, let's figure it out, you know? And that was another sort of level to why I really, what, why I consider that to be my favorite job. Two, two last questions here. Then I want to um, move on to our next section. But sure. at first, what, what do you want to be known for as a photographer? Hmm. That is, uh, that is huge. First of all, that's a huge question. What do I want to be known for? You know, I wish I sort of had time to prepare for that question because it's so big. I, what I can tell you is I'm very aware of the fact that, you know, my work will be in print like way after I am gone. And I think that people will interpret things the way that they will interpret things really you know like on some level you don't have that much control over how you're remembered you, I mean but you try right that there's a freedom in being like hey I just want to make good work that makes me happy right I will make good work that makes me happy now and I think that there's a part of my story that will be written by sort of other people after I'm not here like I, and, and I'm okay with that. I, I just want to, I want to make, I really want to make good work that makes me happy, I, that makes me happy, you know? And I think that what will be interpreted, like people can draw their, draw their own conclusions, really. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the work, you know? That's who I am is in the work, you know? And, and that's what I'll be remembered by, you know? And, I try not to sort of think of things that I can't control that seriously. Like I, I'm here now, I'm making work that I like. People interpret it some way after I'm, after I'm gone and hopefully, hopefully they'll think I was a good guy, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no. And, and, and what I hear from that, and you can tell me if I'm, if I'm reading this right, is you, you want to be known as someone who creates great work and is true to themselves. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I would completely agree with that. And I think that the interesting thing about being a commercial photographer is that sometimes the work that you make is, you know, being a commercial photographer, you're working for clients, right? So, and the clients are paying you money and the clients are paying you money so that they have a say in what is created, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of my commercial work is not pure. It, it is a compromise. Like, I mean, at, at some on some level, being a professional photographer is a job, right? But I think that there are other things that I do that I hope that we can discuss today where it's like, there is no money involved and it provides me with a great deal of, it's much more purely me there's no it's just me it's not it's not mtv you know it's not you know jersey shore or like shooting you know leonardo DiCaprio in a certain way for a certain publication so but even with all of that said just to wrap it up like i do think that a commercial photographer's work is relevant but i think it should be also put next to his or her personal work and i think that shooting personal work is is super super important because it says something else other than what might be something done for money or to make a living. 
Yeah. If that makes yeah. any sense. Oh, oh, it totally does. I think whenever someone hires Cream Black, they know they're hiring an artist. They're 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 not hiring someone to just do a job. I I would I would certainly hope, even though I have done those jobs before, <laughs> where <laughs> it's like where it is, you know, some people need to pay rent. Come on now. Yeah. Per personal growth. Personal growth. All right. I, my, yeah. my last question is gonna be about values, but I think you actually kind of got to that in terms of the problem solving and, and being an artist. So how about we go to our next segment? Crossroads. Kareem, what was a career crossroads for you? Can you think of a pivotal moment in your career where, you know, you could have gone one way, but you went the other way. And that's, you think that's been important to getting you where you are today? Yeah, I think of a few. It's a great question. I think that the the very first one is, is sort of when I was uh, going from high school to college, I got into school of visual arts on a on a painting scholarship. I used to be a painter. And in the summer between high school and college, I, I fell in love with photography. Uh, it was it was actually incorporated in my painting, but then I was fully in love with photography by the time I got to college and and just sort of making that leap into photography and feeling that this is something that I'm more attracted to than painting, which I'd been doing for years. So I think that that was I think that that, you know, had I gone down the painting road, my life would have been unrecognizable or been completely different from this. I also think that, so that was, that's number one. I think that number two was once I was in college, what I really wanted to do, I really wanted to be a fashion photographer. Like, isn't that like, it's like really like glamorous, right? Like you get to work with like a bunch of models and like <laughs> covers of magazines and all this. It's like, the, you know, everybody wants to be a fashion photographer. And I think that it took me a minute to realize that I didn't like fashion. I had no mm, interest in, I had no interest in fashion. And I was getting hired for some jobs while I was in college at the time. I was always getting hired to shoot sort of, you know, DJs and like nightlife and this, this sort of thing, but not for fashion. And, and I fell in love with this other stuff, you know? And I think right. that being like, it, it took a minute to be like, oh, I like this other thing. Not just are people sort of hiring me for it a little bit now, but I actually really like it. And I don't know anything about fashion. I don't like the people in fashion. I'm not like, why am I trying to do this kind of photography? And this is obviously no disrespect to any, any fashion shooters out there, but it just wasn't me. So right. that was a, I, I don't even want to call it a crossroads, but like a, like a fork in the road where it's like, I would not be a great fashion photographer because I don't, I'm not passionate enough about it. You right. know, I, I'm not passionate enough about it to, stay up late or like, you know, do, you know, go the extra mile in whatever way we might be discussing. So that was sort of a fork in the road for me. And another very minor one was sort of later in my career. And this is maybe 2014, 2015. I was with a really big agency and there was sort of a lot of tumult there and a lot of photographers were leaving. And a lot of people are quitting, a lot of photographers are being pushed out. And I think that when I made the split with this agency, it was really sort of a, okay, Kareem, what are you going to do now? Like, you don't have a huge 
name really behind you. Like, I mean, I, I've been in the industry for a decade and a half, but like to have a huge uh, uh, agent behind you was something that I'd gotten quite comfortable with. Right. And it was sort of, I mean, it wasn't exactly a fork in the road, but it's like, okay, cool. Like, let's refocus here. What exactly do we want to do with our career? What do we, where's our passion at right now? You know, and you start asking yourself these questions because, you know, for years after that, I was on my own and very happy, but like, you know, you're, you're kind of back depending on your own intuition. So the questions that you're asking yourself about what you're doing, why you're doing it, what you love about it become realer, you know? And so that, that's another sort of fork in the road uh, maybe not, maybe not as big as the other two, but it was a moment where it's like, yeah, where I'm, I have to reevaluate here. Where where do you stand? What do you want to do? How are we going to reach these goals? Kind of thing, you know, because you go from being with a huge agency to sort of being independent, right? And and do you think that in that moment you you changed how you thought about your career and the type of jobs you took in that moment? The conclusion that I came to was that, and, and you know, I, I don't know if there's irony in this. The conclusion that I came to was that I need to keep on doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I, and I, I think that I, that's proved to be correct. It's like, you know, maintain course and speed. You have been hired for, and this was, this was a big sort of affirmation for me, where it's like, you've been a professional photographer for 15 years. Yeah. You know what you're doing, you know, and so trust yourself, you know, and so it was sort of, we don't need to change. Like, let's keep on, let's maintain course and speed here. You're doing the right thing. Let's double down. And I think that that's the conclusion that I came to, you know, and in some ways it was sort of a leap of faith, but like, in some ways it wasn't like I was, I'd been shooting for 15 years. I just didn't, put it all together that I could do it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, just fucking do it. If not you, then who, you know? I love that. I love that. And I, you know, just to, to, you know, a few things took away that from that, that I really, really liked one, just kind of your focus, especially early on testing and being like, Hey, I'm going to try fashion. Let's but like, you know, these people aren't my people. Like, you know, like, no, like, you know what actually there's another side of this, like, you know, DJs nightlight. And like, obviously that culminated in, in Leo DiCaprio and people who are, let's be honest, wearing some fancy yeah. clothes, but, totally. um, <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. But, you know, so, so I, I love that testing and then obviously being able to take, take the right direction for you. And the second part though, like to your last moment, whenever you left your agency, you don't always need to change. Right. Like, I mean, I, mean, I right. think, I think it's, it, it still is like, you know, to your point, you thought about it. And so often, like, there is this big moment and we're like, no, I got to go 180. And you're like, wait, no, I know what I'm doing here. I can stay on the bus. Yeah. Uh, right. I love that. Right. No, I, I thought that was like, for me, it's just like, yeah, it was such a big moment where it's like, yes, I, I really think that I'm right here, mm -hmm. you know? And, and, and then being, proved right I, I let's say knock on wood i mean i'm always like in fear that my career could end tomorrow that's a life of a freelance but you know whatever like eight years later yeah it's i think that i made the right decision stay on that track maintain course and speed 
I think that you're good, you know? That's me talking to myself in the mirror. A message to a future traveler. This has been great, Kareem. To end, we always like to come away with some advice or what I like to call, you know, a note to future travelers. What mm. What is a, a piece of advice like you would have to someone trying to have their best job? I, I think that the advice that I would give is probably limited to what I know, which is, you know, sort of being a professional photographer. But usually if, when I think about it, something like, you know, shoot what you love or show your work to as many people as possible. And I think that all of that is true. But I also think that, I also think that we should as photographers and maybe in other careers, I think that we should seek out like discomfort like, I think that we should be uncomfortable sometimes. I think that that sort of breeds the the questions of like, okay, like it focuses you, like, why am I doing this? You know, I think that it focuses you in a way where it's like, I think that being too comfortable is is a gift and a curse. It, it doesn't push you, you know? Yeah. I also think that as a photographer, we need to seek out other, we need to seek out inspiration everywhere like for instance on saturday uh, tomorrow i am doing i signed up to do a a photo walk and what this is is a bunch of people get together and meet at a location and they take their cameras out and usually there's a man or woman who is a more experienced photographer who you know kind of guides the less experienced photographers through oh this is how you shoot in this way or this and in this particular situation tomorrow, I am not the most experienced, like I'm, I probably am the most experienced photographer, but I'm not the guide of this thing. Like it's probably me and like a bunch of people who are just starting to shoot, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be really, really cool, you know, to wake up like crazy early to do this and it's in the Bronx, but it's like, you know, seeking out this inspiration, you know? I love being around like new photographers. I love being like, cause it's like, they're they're in some ways like more pure like what they want to do and sort of not as jaded as our that's old like grizzled vets i think that seek out inspiration be around other creative people which is again in the inspiration basket but also like you know getting too comfortable i think is for me it's always been sort of a curse like i i think that i do my best work under some sort of pressure at the time, like no one likes to be uncomfortable when it's happening, but the work that comes out of it is always some of my best, you know, when it's like, you know, hammer anvil, you're like making something, right. you know, you're like forging it. So that would be, that would be my advice, you know, be comfortable is cool, like have, have fun, but also sort of put yourself in new situations, you know? Yeah. Seek discomfort. I yeah, yeah. It's it's unfamiliar. Advice. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, I genuinely, yeah, I really, really think that. Yeah, that's that's definitely where there's personal growth. Kareem, 
this has been awesome. Thank you so much for talking with me. Yeah, man. It was, it was really good. Like talking to you is like, it's like therapy. Sorry <laughs> if I went off on some like, <laughs> on some like tangents, but I'm like, as I'm talking to you, I'm figuring stuff out myself. So yeah, man, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, send it to a friend and give us a follow. We're looking forward to making more of the best job I've ever had. Did you have a favorite Times Square billboard? I shot, there's this huge Times Square billboard called The Beast. And it's at 44th and Broadway. This is my biggest billboard I've ever had. And my mother, your aunt, flew in specifically to see this billboard. And she got a room at the Marriott Times Square and like out her window was this billboard, which in itself was absolutely amazing for me. And it like sort of justified like, you know, putting your kid through art school. But when that happened, I had another billboard, took the subway up to like 48th, and I had another block long billboard of Tracy Morgan for the last OG. And it was kind of like, my mom's in town. I have these two gigantic billboards side by side. And, you know, it's, this is, you asked what my favorite billboard is. Sorry, I gave you two, but it's involved in the same story. My mom was there. I'm sure there were tears shed. And it was, it was absolutely amazing. It was an amazing experience for me. Two, two is a-okay. And, and Kershaw, okay. we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Thanks for being okay with me going to art school. Appreciate it.